I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 217 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have some exciting news to share with you guys today. If you have been following me over on Instagram and Facebook, you already know about it. I will be featured on Fox and Friends this weekend for Father's Day, talking all about the podcast here. So it's just a huge week overall for the podcast. Make sure you're following me on Instagram because starting today, I will be posting the rules for an awesome giveaway. If you heard my interview back on episode 210 with actor AJ Buckley, you heard him talk all about his innovative diaper bag and how he came up with the idea. They are diaper bags that transform into changing tables. They are really amazingly stylish, and you can check them out on paperclip.life.com. The link is in the description of this podcast. Uh, They go for about $175 a piece. I will be giving away two of them on Father's Day following my appearance on Fox & Friends. Today also kicks off another great week of content, starting with country rap artist Struggle Jennings. He is such an inspiration. He is a dad who spent five years in federal prison and completely transformed his life. I'm very excited to have him here with me today, so please stick around for the interview. Tomorrow, the former host of Extreme Weight Loss, Chris Powell, will be here with me for a Transformation Tuesday. Wednesday, one of the most recognizable voices in New York radio, Greg T. of Z100's Elvis Duran and the Morning Show, will be stopping by. Thursday is going to be a dad who found true love on The Bachelor in Paradise, Evan Bass. And Friday, I have a fresh Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood coming at you. Former Navy SEAL and author of a new book titled Elite, Nick Hayes will be here with me. So let's go, dads. Please be sure you tune in to Fox and Friends on Father's Day morning. I will be sharing the message of first-class fatherhood with millions of viewers, and I am so humbled for this opportunity. I owe all of the success of this podcast to you listeners out there. From the little acorn grew the mighty oak. All right, so please be sure you are sharing this podcast with every dad that's in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the podcast that celebrates fatherhood and family life, fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to jump into the action right now with country rap artist Struggle Jennings. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. You are going to hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to consider becoming a sponsor of First Class Fatherhood, please hit me up with an email, firstclassfatherhood at gmail.com. All right, and joining me now is a first-class father. He is a country rap artist who earlier this year released an album with his daughter, Brianna, titled Sunny Days. It is a big privilege for me to say Struggle Jennings. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Uh, Thank you so much. Happy to be here. All right, here we go. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? I got seven children, four girls, three boys. They start at age eight and go all the way up to 19. Wow, very cool. Yeah, I'm actually the youngest of seven myself, so I like that number. What type of uh, sports or activities are they all into? Uh, my boys do karate. Um, one of my daughters is uh, big in volleyball. They've all done gymnastics here and there, cheerleading. They try to, you know, I try to keep them as busy as possible. Yeah, I hear you with that. All right, struggle. Please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Okay. Um. Well. I don't know where to start. That question always gets me because it's such a big, such a long story. I guess, I guess I can just sum it all up by saying, you know, I uh, 
I'm a proud father of seven that, you know, went through a lot. Um, my kids went through the fire. Uh, I did five years in prison for, you know, selling drugs and um, went in there and just really decided that it was time to turn my life around, uh, not only for myself but for my children because in the end they ended up being the real victims of everything that I had ever done. Uh, and watching them going through the stuff that they went through um, was probably my biggest motivation in life to, to turn it around. Since then, I've been out three years. Um, when I got out, I didn't have a stitch of clothing. My kids were in state's custody. Now I have custody of all my, all my children, um, all living under one roof with me, um, traveling the world, uh, making music, you know, um, geared towards redemption and overcoming obstacles and being the best man that you can be and the best father you can be. Uh, I got a whole long spiel I give every night that are, you know, um, hopefully, hopefully guys, guys back that haven't been in their kids' life to, you know, um, rekindle those relationships and go be the, the men that they need, need them to be. Yeah, well said, and I know that you've had quite a journey here and that you keep fatherhood first in your life, and I think that's so important because, I mean, right now we are facing a fatherless problem in the country, which in my opinion is the biggest problem that we're facing. Every night I say, after I do, uh, after I do like Father Like Son, one of my songs, um, I say, so gentlemen, go home and raise those boys to be men. I say, the biggest problem that we have in our country right now is the lack of fathers, you know, and leaving all that pressure on women and, you know, women are so strong and can do so much, but a boy needs a man to see what, to, you know. And that's been my biggest thing. I think, you know, my biggest integrity check was like, who do I want my son to be? What kind of guy do I want my daughters to date? I got to be that guy. You know, I can't, I can't sit here and try to raise children and do the complete opposite of what I want them to do. You know, we all want our kids to be better than us. So we got to do our best to be our best, you know. Yeah, very well said. Now, what has been your children's response since you've been released from prison? I mean, were they able to come and visit you while you were in there? And what has sort of been their reaction since you've been released? Yeah, they they um, they came to visit me. Um, of course, there was some, you know, hard feelings. Some of the kids were, um, some one of my younger kids was a little upset that I wasn't coming back out of her. My, the mother of my three youngest children, she fell down a bad path when I went away. And uh, we actually just buried her last month. She um, had been clean for eight months and then overdosed when she relapsed and passed away, the mother of my three youngest children. Um, so we just, you know, we just laid her to rest um, last month or in April. So um, she had fell off a bad path and, you know, my three youngest kids were getting tossed around and, you know, we're in state's custody. And so, you know, there's a lot of pressure from the oldest of the three really wanting me to come out and fix it all and get the family back, you know, but there was too much between me and her mother for me to go back to her, you know, and I was, I had to, I had to focus on me being straight. And with my older kids, it was one of those things where, you know, I had to really take that moment to realize that I had been away for five years and they, their life had went on without me, you know, even though I was a prominent, you know, I was still there. I was still talking to them on the phone. I still visit them. Um, but I had to find my role. 
I couldn't just jump back out trying to be, you know, the head of the household. Uh, you know, I had to, I had to ease my way back into it or, um, you know, just let them know that I was there for them and I was back and I wasn't going to mess up again. And, you know, there's, there's trust things that come into play, you know. Children are, I tell the crowd every night, I try to guide guys back to their families by saying children are resilient and they're forgiving to go be the father that they need you to be. There may be some emotions in the beginning, and, you know, someone might be upset. Some of them just had their arms wide open, just like, ah, oh, that's what I've been needing, you know. Um, but, you know, the children are, are incredible. They're, they're as much as, you know, um, I'd like, and they inspire me every day. You know, my children have taught me about unconditional love, forgiveness, um, strength. Like, my kids have taught me more than I'll probably ever be able to teach them in reality, you know. Yeah, the same with me here, Struggle. I mean, I have four children myself, and they have taught me a lot about myself. I'm also a recovering alcoholic and addict, um, and it's one of my concerns as they're heading into the teenage years here, the early adulthood stage. Uh, have you had any issues with any of your kids as far as getting involved with drugs or alcohol? Yeah, no, so far I'm, I've been so blessed. I think uh, our family went through a, a whole lot, and um, as do most families, you know, like – but I think that I think that you know, like my 19 year old, she uh, I, I she she skipped all those phases that teenagers go through. As far as you know, she was when I got out, she was 16, going to high school and working two jobs, living on her own, you know. And um, now she's on the road with me touring and just put our album out together, Sunny Days. So, um, which hit number one on blues charts. But, um, yeah, no, I've been blessed. You know, I've caught my 17-year-old son smoking a jewel, you know, and those little tobacco things and, you know, gave him hell about that. And he doesn't do it anymore. But besides that, man, I've been, I've been really blessed so far. I think that, that one of the most important things that a father can really do, of course, is be present. But it's, it's about, like, I, the, the philosophy I have is you teach them, you know, tell them what you went through, hoping that they don't make the same mistakes you you made, but being there to catch them when they do, you know, because and and support them when they do, because you know we we want our kids to be the best and we want to, but you know all human beings go through things and. Some of them make certain decisions. Some of them don't. But you know, so far I've been I've been uh, so blessed that I've just my kids are. I don't I can't complain about any of them. Yeah, very cool. And how about discipline struggle? What type of uh, disciplinarian are you as a father? Well, every every child is different. Um, what my eleven year old daughter courtesy will respond to isn't the same thing that my nine year old son will respond to. You know, I don't. Uh, I don't spank any of my kids. I don't really have nothing against people that do. But I'm just always, I feel, I feel like discipline for me um, is better taught through um, rewards and consequences. But I don't, I don't really believe, I don't believe in spanking just because I don't, I don't want to teach my kids to fear. You know, I'd rather, I, I use a lot of positive reinforcements instead of saying, if you do this, you can't do this. And instead, it's like, well, if you do this and take care of this, then you can do this. You know, I try to, I try to keep it on a, 
a more optimistic um, system, you know, instead of, you know, just beating them down for what they don't do. I have a lot of problems with my 17-year-old son sometimes because he's 17 and he's got a handful of chores and I don't think there are that many chores. And, you know, he, uh, he acts like it's the end of the world, though, to get up and take the trash out. And so, you know, having to go through that and him being a little stubborn and stuff, that's, you know, he ends up grounded or with his phone taken um, or unable to go to his girlfriend's for the weekend, you know, or with his girlfriend's family for the weekend, like stuff like that. So I don't really believe in the – I don't use corporal punishment, I guess. Each kid, like, I've got one kid that I can just look at and she'll just break down, <laughs> you know, like I don't even <laughs> say anything. And then I've got one that you can yell at all day and she's not going to respond to it either. You know, she doesn't, you know, so. Yeah, I see the same thing with my four kids struggle. They each respond differently to different styles of discipline, you know, so. Uh... All right, it's time to get an important word from our sponsors and then right back with more with Struggle Jennings. I'm Alec Lace and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Are you enjoying First Class Fatherhood? Did you know you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast? It may sound insane, but it's true. There is a free new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Seriously, just go download the free PodCoin app on your iPhone or Android, and if you use my special code, First Class Fatherhood, you will get 300 PodCoins just for signing up. The more you listen, the more PodCoin you earn. And then you turn those PodCoins into gift cards for places like Amazon, Starbucks, or more. So go ahead and listen to this podcast on PodCoin and sign up using the code FIRSTCLASSFATHERHOOD. It will change the way you listen to podcasts. Let's go, dads. Summertime is upon us here, and there is no better way to spend time with your kids this summer than to take them to a live event, whether that's out at the ball field, at a monster truck rally, or even a Broadway show. Buy your tickets on SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and apply my code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, and First Class Fatherhood listeners are going to save $20 off their ticket purchase. Get over to SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and buy all your tickets for this summer's fun. Maybe you want to take them to their first concert. Go to SeatGeek.com and apply my code FIRSTCLASS, one word, FIRSTCLASS, and save $20 off your ticket purchase. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. I know that your daughter is touring with you. Do any of your other kids get the chance to travel with you while you're on tour? Do some stay at home and some come with you? How do you kind of work that out? Yeah, no, they, they all got to stay home. Um, hopefully by hopefully by next year, I'll be able to travel in two tour buses. But this is actually the first year we actually got to get in a bus. We've been in, you know, vans and, and RVs and stuff. And this is our first tour where we actually had our own tour bus, uh, you know, it would be ideal for me to have two tour buses, one for the band, one for the family, and um, let them travel all summer. Um, but, you know, they had school. And so they, like, um, my my 14-year-old daughter, Innocence, is here with me tonight. She just came up with my wife from uh, Nashville to Chattanooga. And my 19-year-old daughter, she's been on the whole tour with me, though. And my 17-year-old son, he'll probably be on tour with me next year. Um He's uh, learning how to film and edit videos so he can come out on the road and do that with me. Okay, that sounds like fun. 
Uh, and while you were away here for five years, so much changed with the technology as far as how people listen to music and how they consume content. So were you able to kind of uh, keep tabs on all of this changing technology while you were in? Or was it just like a big shock to you when you got out to see uh, how much has changed in the way that people are buying and listening to music? Yeah, no, I had a, I had a guy that that, um, uh, that stuck by my side the entire time. That uh, He was my manager for a long time and just been my business partner and he was able to stay on top of everything. And so when I got out, you know, he had built my social media up and, and he had kept my brand going and, and helped, you know, water the, the fan base. And so he kind of, you know, he kind of put me up on it and then, uh, you know, just trial and error also, you know, I've been learning, but this new age is so much better. I mean, when I went away, we were still selling CDs out of the back of the car, having to go to record stores and drop CDs off and, you know, now just at the click of a button, I collect all my money from streaming and YouTube every month. You know, I just go to an app on my my distribution company's website, look at my account, can see how much I made for Spotify and Apple Music and YouTube, and I just hit a button and it's right in my bank account. So, amazing. Um, yeah, it's been such a blessing, man. Like to be able to really um, stay independent and make enough money to give my family the best life that we've ever had thus far and do it by keeping my integrity, you know, being independent so I can say what I want to say. I can cut the records I want to cut. I don't got to go by any, anybody's format or formulas or, you know, um, and just, you know, put out the best message that I can and try to spread positivity, man. Like I, my shows are incredible. Like I, I literally every night have handfuls of, you know, mothers and, fathers and you know um kids of of people who are fighting addiction or beat addiction or um, lost a family member or has family members in prison and you know we just get a time get a moment to then lay it all on my chest and i talk to them and hug them out hug them and you know shake hands and give them a little bit of inspiration and hope like it's really been uh an incredible journey man yeah, that's phenomenal struggle. And I grew up watching your grandfather, Wailing Jennings, or at least listening to him on the Dukes of Hazard. It was one of my favorite shows growing up. Is he the one that sparked your interest in music, or what was sort of the genesis of you uh, jumping into a music career? You know, I, I always had a love for music. And um, I would, like, write stuff when I was younger. But it wasn't until I was about 23 um, after he passed away that I really decided, you know what, this is what I want to do with my life. And, um, but I still, you know, I was still one foot in the streets, one foot in the studio, you know. Um, it's crazy. I, I, you know, I had this whole perception that, you know, it was okay to do wrong if you were doing it for the right reasons. And I was doing it for my family, you know. <laughs> Seeing my family, when in return, they were the ones that, the only ones that, you know, got hurt by my actions. And, um, so when I, while I was locked up, I had, you know, I had already kind of established myself as an artist going in, but I just decided, you know, this is what I want to do in my life and I'm going to do it. I came out and started recording records and traveling and here I am three years later, you know, touring the world and being able to balance, a. um, my career with being a present father. 
Yeah, I think it's amazing and important what you bring to the table here, Struggle, just because the way dads are portrayed in the movies and on TV, they always make it seem as if life sucks once you become a dad and start having kids. Even a lot of music, it kind of downgrades family life. That single guy, he's always glorified, he's living it up, but family guy, he's always kind of got his head tucked between his legs, life's kicking him in the ass, and here you are with a powerful message about the importance of fatherhood, and man, your voice is so needed right now with the state of the country that we're in here as it pertains to fatherhood. Yeah, and I, I plan on continuing to run around and scream as loud as I can. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, awesome. I'm actually looking forward to July because I've been on the road. Um, I had 28 shows. That's why I don't have a voice right now. I've got 28 shows in 31 days, and um, which I, I set it up where I got an off day with the kids right in the middle of it, which will be tomorrow, be the dead center point. And then uh, I actually last show is on the 15th, so I come home for Father's Day. And then I've got to all of July off. So I have their summer. I've got, I'm literally taking every penny I made on tour and we're going on vacations. <laughs> so yeah. I have a great summer and get them back ready for school. And then I'll go back out um, after they start school back, like second week of August, do a couple weeks. I like to do the weekend warrior thing. It's like my favorite way of touring. That's what I normally do most of the year is I'm at home four days a week and then gone three days. Um, it kind of gives me a healthy balance with uh, with being home and you know, being able to still run the household and not put too much pressure on my wife, uh, you know, with seven kids there. But, um, yeah, it's finding a balance, man. We all got to work. You know, my kids complain sometimes, like, Dad, you're gone, you're, you're gone for a whole week and now you got to be in the studio. And I'm like, yeah, baby, but if you add up hours that I'm home or we're doing stuff together, it's – I. I get more time home than the, a guy that works 50 hours a week, you know, at a yeah. job, you know, that goes to work every single day and has to come home and get a couple hours with the kids. And then, you know, if you add up, if you add up that, I, I, I'm blessed to make enough money going out in spurts that I can take more time off to be at home with the kids. Yeah, that's awesome, Struggle. All right, last thing I want to hit you with here, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Do not stress, man. It's it's the most beautiful thing that you're ever going to go through. Being a father is the proudest thing that you'll ever have in your life. It's the proudest feeling you'll ever have in your life. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be crazy. There's going to be minutes where you feel like you're not being a good enough father. But the key is just always be there, you know. Don't work your hardest and and be the best person that you can be and guide that child to be the, the grown-up that you want and the, the country needs or, you know. Like, I guess my biggest advice is just, you know, don't don't overthink it. Just be a great dad, man. Just be there. I know so many people get caught up and like, oh, what if I'm not a good dad? Or, you know, what if I do this? Or what if I can't do that? Or what if I can't? Like, man, just be there. Just be there and be the best person you can be. And let me tell you something. You, when, you, when you have a child, you never have to worry about being alone because you've always got somebody in your corner because children love their fathers. Um even when we don't deserve it sometimes. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been such a pleasure for me. I got to say, Struggle Jennings, you are a first-class father, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you so much, brother. Anytime. 
All right, I'm back with some closing thoughts in just a second here. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Struggle Jennings for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love reading your feedback. And lock it in. Still got a lot of action coming your way here. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. I got the instructions up there about the awesome giveaway. Two of AJ Buckley's innovative diaper bags. They turn into changing tables. They're valued at about 175 bucks a piece. I'm giving away two of them on Father's Day right after my appearance on Fox and Friends. And be sure to tune in to Fox and Friends on Father's Day morning to check that out. It's going to be a big day for the podcast here. We're opening up the door for so many new listeners to the show. I'm very excited about it. Tomorrow, we got a Transformation Tuesday episode coming at you. The former host of Extreme Weight Loss, Chris Powell, joins me here. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.